Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. I'm going to jump right in. We've got a long scripture passage I want to look at today. If you remember in the last episode, what we're looking at is what is happening in the temple when Jesus entered in. And this is in the last days of his life. He's coming to the temple and uh, he's teaching. And the religious rulers come up and they ask him, By what authority are you doing this? And so he questioned him back and he said, uh, <coughs> Excuse me, if you tell me by what authority uh, John the Baptist came, then I will tell you by what authority I'm doing this. Well, they couldn't answer him, they refused to answer him. So Jesus refused to answer them. But he gave him a parable. Okay, he gave him a parable. Well, then he comes back and he gives another parable to them <clears throat> because Jesus spoke to them in parables. He, he had told them this is how, he told his disciples, this is how I will speak to those who are of this mindset. Um, let's see, verse 33 of chapter 21 is where we're at. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive his produce. The vine growers took his slaves and beat one and killed another and stoned a third. Again, he sent another group of slaves, larger than the first, but they did the same thing to them. But afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. They took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to these vine growers? So Jesus is speaking this parable. He's asking, tells what the, happened here. He's speaking it to the religious rulers, and he asked them a question, what should be done to these vine growers? They answered, verse 41, they said to him, he will bring those wretches to a wretched end and will rent out the, vine, the vineyard to another vine grower who will pay him the proceeds at the proper season. In other words, justice will come because of this. Verse 42, Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures? Now, that is a, a really interesting statement when Jesus made these type of comments because these religious rulers knew the scriptures, and by that we mean the Old Testament. They knew the scriptures backwards and forwards. They memorized huge portions of it. They knew it very, very well. So when Jesus says, did you never read? He did know that they had read, and he's acknowledging, and they are acknowledging the fact that they read and they knew whatever it was that he's about to say. So he said this, did you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? This became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Verse 43, therefore, this is Jesus speaking, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing the fruit of it. Verse 44, and he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will scatter him 
like dust. Some interesting things right here. We've got a couple more verses that will sort of tie everything up. But in this parable, it's a picture of how uh, the landowner, God the Father, had sent forth people to bring forth a harvest. And it's a picture of those who uh, were the righteous, uh, particularly the prophets who brought forth the word of God, who said things. But they were all killed at the hand of the people at the vineyard. The vineyard is the people of the Lord, okay, the children of Israel. And so what the Lord is saying is, have you not read this? Have you not read that the chief cornerstone was rejected? He's acknowledging that he's going to be the chief cornerstone. He's acknowledging that he is the son that was killed by them because Jesus is about to be killed by them. Did they understand this? Yeah, let me just read the last two verses of this chapter. When the chief priest and the Pharisees heard his parables, these two parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. He was saying the kingdom of God is going to be taken away from you. You who are the religious rulers, you who know the truth and yet refuse to see the truth. It's going to be taken away from you. It's going to be given to the prostitutes and the tax collectors. That's what the first parable said. Here it's going to be given to a, a people who produce the fruit of it. There would be Jewish people who would believe, but this is a real strong picture of there, there would be Gentiles who would produce the fruit of it. The last verse says this, When they sought to seize him, they feared the people because they considered him to be a prophet. So we saw at the beginning that they feared to answer Jesus' question because the people honored and respected John the Baptist, and they feared the people. Here again, they feared the people. But let me spend the last moment here with a couple of verses of what Jesus said about this. He says, The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people, producing the fruit of it. Just because you are the people of the Lord does not mean that you are a true believer is what he's saying. Then the next verse, and he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. The chief cornerstone that he was talking about that he quoted out of the Psalms. He said that the one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. But on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. And so you have two pictures here. This stone is going to fall on all mankind. You actually see this in Daniel 2 in a great passage there with the statue of Nebuchadnezzar's dream where a stone that is not carved by hand comes out of heaven and lands at the feet and crushes all these kingdoms. And out of that comes a large, large kingdom which covers the entire world, which is the kingdom of God. He says this, that this stone who is him, the Lord Jesus Christ, whomever it falls it will scatter him like dust. You will be judged. You will be condemned. But the one who falls on this stone, okay, the one that comes and submits himself and comes in the, to the stone will be broken to pieces. That's what happens to us when we come, when we repent, when we call upon the Lord. He says, you will be broken to pieces, but the Lord will restore. He'll put us back together, okay? And so the chief priests and the Pharisees understood what he was saying. They understood mm -hmm. that he was saying, you have come along and you have corrupted and you have done this evil and mm -hmm. the kingdom is going to be taken mm -hmm. away from you. I tell you what, there's some words for us right here. A lot of people who are just nothing more or less than what I call religionist, they're very religious. They go about their religious life 
They do this. They do that. They do deeds that in the eyes of the world are good deeds. And perhaps they may even be good deeds that you see in the Scripture, you know, feeding the hungry, taking care of folks like that. And yet they are not in the correct relationship with God. They're just like these chief priests and these scribes and these Pharisees that we'll see who were condemned because they did not believe. They did not believe the message of John the Baptist. They didn't repent. They didn't believe the message of Jesus. And what he's going to be saying in, in chapter 23 is he's going to be saying, Woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, you hypocrites. We're seeing the context. We're seeing what the Lord is encountering. And i tell you what, we encounter the same thing. And we need to learn how the Lord responded to this. We need to stand firm in the truth. We need to know the truth. And we need to proclaim that truth. Again, I'm Dale. I thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you next time.